Are you excited about the holidays and enjoy getting to spend some extra time with your loved ones? Or do you feel anxious about sitting down at the dinner table with all the questions about your political views or where you're at spiritually? The truth is, as much fun as the holidays can be, a lot of us have some level of stress around this time of year. That's why this week, Cody and I are talking about self-care and how to protect ourselves around the holidays as we keep both God and people the center of our conversations. Regardless of where you're at in life, when we learn to love ourselves better, we also learn how to love others and God better as well. In this episode, we discuss how to deal with the hard conversations and when to sit and listen to other perspectives as well. When we recognize that every conversation can be a learning experience, we are able to find common ground with the ones we love. We are for the spiritual nomads, the outcasts, and the ones who desire to ask the hard questions. A shelter in the desert, a safe place to share our thoughts, our hopes, and our dreams. We are pursuing the truth, and we don't care about the consequences. We invite you to come and sit at our table and be a part of our tribe. We are brave. We are bold. We are the Reckless Pursuit. Hey everyone, welcome to the Reckless Pursuit. My name is Elaine. And my name is Cody. And you're listening to episode 94. Elaine, what are we talking about this week? Okay, so this week we are talking about self-care during the holidays and how to just get through the holiday season. Right. I did a video on this on TikTok about self-care, but I don't think that's what we're talking about. I'll share a link for that. In the- it's okay. I also did a video on TikTok on Thanksgiving talking about this. So Yes, but yours was more important. Mine was me shoving a, a tablespoon full of ground sage into my mouth and then coughing sporadically. Yeah, so the point is go follow us on TikTok. Right. <laughs> if you're not already on TikTok, why? And then secondly, if you are, go follow us. Hey, shout out to all our TikTok listeners. If you found us through TikTok, I don't know, like tag us. I'm going to do a video just for you TikTok listeners um, where I'm going to like do a shout out from this episode. And so if you listen to this episode, go find that video or just go tag us in one of our random videos. Be like, hey, found your podcast through TikTok. And uh, yeah, and then grill us and, you know, tell us what we, I don't know, whatever. Just have fun with it. Yeah, we love TikTok. It's our new favorite thing ever. So uh, I guess we're just jumping right into yeah. advertisements here. <laughs> cool. What else are we advertising, Elaine? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> you got a podcast yes, coming out this week. I actually have a podcast episode coming out this week. Uh, both of our personal shows are on on a week, off a week, and so we kind of yep. This like, is your week. Yeah, Last this week, week was is my week. week. <laughs> yeah, so this week is my week. I'm kind of talking about um, a similar subject about self care, but it's specifically different self care practices you can do, which is not what we're talking about. No today here no, on this podcast what but what was your episode last week about mine was about the magi or the wise men or the king the three kings or whatever you want to call them depending on what you're reading and uh, it was a very interesting thing i really enjoyed it It was fun so if you've ever wondered like which one of those names is the proper one if you've wondered where on earth did they came from how do they tie in with prophecies and astrology hey there you go so it was a fun episode So we are into the Christmas season, and we're going to be talking about that very thing. So I think we just get right into this. We've already kind of opened up the gate here. Mm -hmm. We're going to have fun with it, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's get jingling. Can I say that? Is that let's get jingling? Oh, I got some jingle bells. Oh, I got some in the kitchen. I should go get some. (laughs) Let's get jingling here at the reckless. (laughs) Hashtag let's get jingling. Uh, Okay, I'm done. So funny thing before we get started because we're in the Christmas season. That nice little transition everyone just heard. 
a lot of times when we're doing solo episodes, that intro is just recorded literally back to back with this. So we just quite frankly stop, stare at the camera for a second, take a deep breath, and click the record button again. And speaking of deep breaths, that's what so many of us are going to have to do before we face our families and friends over the holidays. Maybe some of us already got a taste of that. Come Thanksgiving, if you're in the States, uh, I'm sure there's there's been other holidays. Uh, today, as we're recording this, is actually uh, the 6th, and so it is St. Nicholas Day. I'm doing an episode on St. Nicholas uh, next week. So um, it is St. Nicholas Day, so people all around are having feasts all around the world. And so holiday season is in full swing. We I got mean, Christmas, we'll New Year, Hanukkah. Yeah, we're about to go eat nachos after yeah. this. That's that's our celebration <laughs> for. It's, I it's mean, a it's Christmas jolly, fiesta. Right? Feliz Navidad, right? Right. <laughs> anyway, so Elaine, I'm just gonna let you open okay. this up because this is your heart here, and then I'm going to ramble on like I always do. Yeah. So speaking of Thanksgiving, this idea kind of came to my mind as we were getting ready to go see our families and just kind of figuring out what that looked like, and just this idea popped in my head of like. Christmas is deemed as the most wonderful time of the year. And as much as I agree, it can also be the most stressful time of the year. Mm -hmm. You are going to be seeing a lot of family and friends and colleagues and all these work parties and Christmas parties, holiday party, all this stuff, goal setting. It it can be very messy and very anxiety-inducing. And especially whenever you are forced, a lot of times you don't have the choice to go visit family or have family come we have a choice but we have a choice but a lot of times yes obligation it's obligation and you'll be sitting at the dinner table and for some of us it can be really awkward especially when we have family members that we pretty much only see around this time of the year or you have family members that you see more often and there's kind of some tension already aside from the holidays and so you're sitting around at the dinner table and you have random aunts and uncles and cousins and in-laws and whatever um, outlaws outlaws yeah. in-laws outlaws <laughs> uplaws and downlaws um, trying to give you unsolicited advice or hounding you questioning you about your life choices when you're going to get married what's your career path why all this stuff. And why haven't you grown a new arm? Yeah. Like, why haven't you cut your beard? Like, just, you know, all these random questions. And it can just be very stressful. Why did you make scissor motions at my beard like <laughs> don't, that? Don't threaten me. <laughs> don't threaten me with the good time. We're going to have to. Are this going to apply to us tonight at the dinner <laughs> table? You you make ingestion. No, no, she loves my no. beard. I know she would never do that. <sighs> so. Judgment. That can be very judgment, stressful. Yeah. So, okay, just to kind of like try to get a little more serious now, we've been having way too much fun at the beginning of this episode. Got to rein it in. Anyway, uh, I think that holiday, the holiday season is by and far the most stressful time of year for so many of us. It's not, I don't even have to say I think that. I know that. Like, I know the holiday season is stressful. It can be stressful for me. And I actually have pretty like good relationship with most of my family. See, there's this thing about being a podcaster too is whenever you quite literally put your business out on the web all the time, especially something like we're doing, like we're sharing our deepest beliefs, our core principles, you know, we're not just like, oh, what's your story? Like, we're like, hey, this is how we feel about it. We may not be right. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say like everything we say is how you need to live your life, but we're very open about everything faith related. And, uh, you know, even over Thanksgiving, we had someone at the table, mind you, like it wasn't, 
controversial, but they were even like, hey, like, uh, you know, what do you think about church? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you want to talk Let's about that not right talk about now. church while there's turkey on the table. Right. And I'm like, and that's fine. Like, I, I mean, like she's family. I love her. Like, I'm happy to talk about church with her, but I'm like, I really hope because there was someone else there present. And I was like, I really don't want to offend this other woman. Uh, she doesn't know me like that. Like that we don't have this, you know, this repertoire with each other. And it's easy for me to say something because I, I could be a pretty blunt person too. like, uh, and so, and so can Elaine. Elaine's worse than I am. Just saying. Depends her. on the subject. I think if it, I'm if more snarky. You're more snarky and I'm just like more straight up. Like, what are you doing with your life? Type right. Of stuff. And you're just like, I'm weird. like, yeah, I'm more like the Joker. <laughs> and I don't know. You're like Bane. Is that, okay. is that fair? I don't know. Sure. We can go with that. <laughs> Bringing Batman up in here today. Oh, anyway. So, uh, I, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to hurt this, this woman's feelings. Like they were asking me about like, what do you think about speaking in tongues? What do you think about Pentecostalism, charismatic and what's a good church and what's a bad church? And I'm, I think like, I kind of finally said, I was like, you know, the difference in a good church and a bad church is different for every person. You know, uh, you may feel completely comfortable in church. You may feel completely comfortable out of church. You may feel more comfortable in this charismatic, you know, uh, flag flailing tongue talking church. And if you feel comfortable there and it's bearing good fruit in you, that's fantastic. And then there's a lot of people who need more of the traditional church, you know, the more, uh, you know, just kind of more homegrown type church. And then a lot of people need more reverent style church, more ceremony, more practition. And it just, it depends on your faith walk. And that's okay. Where Elaine and I are at right now, we learn more through what we're doing here and are visiting random churches and studying random, you know, like our own Bible studies and having church in our house Literally with other people, inviting other people and having church. We get more out of that than we do out of a lot of, you know, church service. And that's great because that's what's working for us. But so many times you start saying, you start talking faith. And let's be honest, like faith and politics are way too close to each other right now in like Western culture, right? We have wound these things together like the two snakes climbing the pole in the little medical symbol like they're like opposite the sides two of the same I, like hate talking about <laughs> you literally talk about okay yeah there's yeah there's a difference <laughs> okay well this politics, you don't have anyone leg- yelling back at yes, you yes yes politics i legit never talk about but anyway so it, these things are way too close and let's let's just kind of like let's kind of narrow down a little bit more here a lot of times we're sitting at the table and people ask us questions but a lot of times people ask you questions that are guided questions, mm-hmm. right? Because they already know the answer and they're just looking to find a rebuttal. And I think that so much of the problem that many of us have who have been through any kind of like reformation of their faith and have kind of come into more of a spiritual understanding of God, I feel like many times we feel trapped in that. Because we know people are trying to get a rise out of us or they're trying to put us in a position where we have to answer something just to be able to like kind of quote their pre-canned scripture. They come with these notions or these packages to like try to dismantle our air quotes here argument, right? And this isn't every family situation, but I think a lot of times this is what we face around the holidays. And it's very hard because you start talking about anything about politics, you start talking, I mean, even little things like card games, for instance, you know, party games can bring up these political debates. And so many times we are the ones who have to make that decision because let's be honest, especially like I'm sitting here talking to us, you know, younger generation folk, 
a lot of times we are the ones that have to hold our tongues. And it sucks because like, I understand like everyone has a voice, but because we're the ones typically going to our parents' house, we're going around our people, you know, uh, we have to try to rein back a little about what we feel as in like in our minds trying to keep the peace. Right? I don't know if you've ever felt that way, Elaine, but like I felt that way around family, you know, around family dinner table conversation. Even aside from the holidays, honestly. Yeah. And so how do you navigate through this time with uh, a being yourself? Because being authentic to yourself is absolutely a priority, mind you. You should never be trampled down. It doesn't matter who it is in your family or friends or in-laws or outlaws. Uh, you should never be trampled down. You should never be talked down to. You should never be belittled for your beliefs because, let's be honest, it's all beliefs. Whether you're uh, left-leaning or right-leaning, whether you're conservative Christian or you're more ex-evangelical, like, none of that matters because we're all coming to our understanding of our place in the world and most of the time, we all want the same thing. We all want to mm-hmm. try to do good. We're all trying to better the world in some way. And I know it's hard for us to see that a lot of times looking, you know, it's it's hard when you're looking someone else's perspective. Perspective is everything because let's be honest, most of us think we're the ones that got it right. But just realizing everyone has a perspective. So how do you be true to yourself while also respecting the views of other people and most importantly, Respecting your respecting your relationship with Christ and just your faith. Elaine, what do you think about that? I think for one thing, typically we know those type of relationships we already have before we go sit with them at the dinner table for Christmas or Thanksgiving. Um, and so I, I think that there are practices you can do before the holidays ever hit, before you ever have people over, before you ever go visit family. I think there are certain practices that you can maintain of like, okay, so I know this topic is going to be talked about. I may um, leave the event before things get crazy or, hey, this is a no subject. Like I, this is a boundary for me. And to respect yourself and the other person, you can politely say, hey, I I don't want to talk about that. And that's completely fine. And I want to, I want to kind of poke on that a little more because I think that's huge actually is sometimes you have to know when to hold your tongue. Sometimes someone's going to make a comment, and if you made a scene out of every single comment made, especially out of people who are more vocal, and we all can think of that person in our head of like, oh, they're the vocal one. They're looking to start a fight. You know what I mean? Like, for lack of a better word, okay, maybe not a literal fight, but they're looking to get a rise out of people. They want to talk about it because they're passionate about it, because they watch the news networks, or they read this, and they've read that, and they want to talk about it, Right. I mean, I get that. I'm, I'm a five on the Enneagram. I love knowledge and I love spewing out knowledge. But to be able to say, like, for one, to be able to hold your tongue and just say, like, I'm not going to respond to that. But then if they keep on, if they're intentionally seeking that out or if there's something that keeps on or if your opinion is asked, A, it's completely okay to give it. And B, it's okay to not go into detail. You don't have to defend yourself. No one is sitting here. Like, you're not on a judge and jury. You're not in, like, before God and some heavenly council, there's no reason you have to try to defend your your faith, your political stances, your life decisions, your business decisions, your uh, personal relationship decisions. None of that stuff is something you have to defend because it's no one else's business, mind you. That's between you and the Lord. And I know people can get all up in arms. Well, you're a spiritual authority. You have to listen. Okay, listen. I'm not sitting here saying if you're going out and like, 
hurting puppies. I'm saying like, if you are a person who is doing what you feel in your heart is what God has put you on the path to do, like you are living to the standard that you feel God is holding you to, that's your walk with him. And let's be honest, there's only two major commandments in the Bible. And even Jesus says, if you follow both of those, you follow them all. Love God, love people. Well, the way I love people and the way someone else loves people is going to look different. The way I follow God and the way someone else follows God is going to look different. And I understand there are these principal things. I'm not, I mean, you've heard me say this before. If you listen to the show at all, I'm not saying throw everything out. I'm actually saying that within that structure, if you look at a home, and I think I've used this analogy too, but it's worth repeating. If you tore every piece of drywall and paint and ceiling and light fixtures and everything out of out of a home, they all look pretty similar. They all are made by, you know, for the most part are made by two by fours and and nails and screws. You know what I mean? But whenever you start decorating them on the inside, they all look different. And that's the beauty of our unique expression. That's the beauty of what God is in each of us. And all of that to say whenever we're able to just look at someone and do that very same thing was what Elaine says like hey like I understand you feel that way this is a boundary for me I'd prefer not talk about it and then if someone doesn't respect that that's on them because nowhere even if they say well why why are you not want to talk about it I mean it's as simple as saying it's just not something I feel comfortable discussing right now it's as simple as saying I don't feel like that's appropriate banter for the table right now I mean, any little thing you want to say, and if they want to keep trying to get a rise out of that... You can leave. Yeah, you can leave. Or like, tell that's them to not, leave if it's your house. Like, I mean, that's literally... I mean, they're, they're in the wrong. <laughs> There's no other way to say that. They are in the wrong. That is not the time, not the place. And if anyone has a boundary, that's not theirs to cross. And even vice versa. If you're talking with somebody else and a family member is like, hey, I don't want to talk about that, like, like you should respect that as well. And that's another thing I wanted to get into is just that's the second part of that is like remembering how to respect other people, right? So you have the boundaries, right? Being able to set boundaries, knowing when, what to say, and uh, just kind of like to backtrack a little bit. It's like the respecting of the self, knowing when to set boundaries, knowing when to be able to say certain things, knowing how to be able to say certain things, and then knowing when not to say certain things and say, hey, I don't think we should talk about that anymore. This conversation is getting a bit out of hand. And I don't want to cause any, you know, ill feeling like let's just agree to disagree on this or even like maybe we could talk about this some other time over coffee, anything else. Just you. I mean, I trust you guys to fill that situation out and just trust that voice in you. You know, this the Holy Spirit talks through us. So but going into what Elaine was saying, respecting others. And that's a hard one. I mean, that's a hard one for me. It's hard for me because I'm that person where I being right isn't the right word. I want people to understand my perspective. It breaks me like like nothing else when someone can't get it through their head the way I see it. And now, Elaine, I know you can speak to this on a whole other level because you're more emotional based. You know, you're four on the Enneagram, you're more emotional. So go ahead and speak to that a little bit. Yes. Well, I was just going to say that there's you have to know the context of the relationship that you're in. If somebody's constantly asking the, these questions, then you know that that's the type of person that they are, how, whatever that relationship it is is if if you've been in that relationship whether it's a parent or a family friend or whatever the, there's some time that some length of time that you've been in a relationship or been around that person and so sometimes people just genuinely want to know about your life because they care about you and it's not a judgmental of like well, why are you doing this or why are you doing it it's like oh 
why are you doing that? Like, that's fascinating. That's interesting. And you can pick up on body language. You can pick up on understanding the dynamic of the relationship. Maybe you get with your cousins and it's fun to argue with each other. It's fun to go back and forth, but you know that there's a level of respect. You know that when it comes to the end of the day, you love each other despite your differences. And sometimes it's okay to be challenged, like even ourselves. Like it's okay to be challenged, but you have to understand when it's a growth challenge and when it's just somebody trying to tear you down or rip you apart and you can feel out that relationship. Well, and every situation is a learning situation. Mm -hmm. Every moment is a chance to learn, whether that be you know, a good conversation or a bad conversation, there's still something to learn there. And I think that's a good mental check is like, what can I learn out of this situation? Maybe it's, hey, I shouldn't talk to Uncle, you know, Uncle uh, Steve like that or whatever. I don't actually have an Uncle Steve. So <laughs> I'm not not mentioning anyone in here. But so. <laughs> uh, but it's like, you know, you get what I'm saying. Like it's, you. it may be something as simple as that of like, oh, maybe I should veer away from talking about uh, the 2020 election or if you're listening, 2020, 24 election or 2028 or whatever year you're listening to this uh maybe i should veer away from talking about that with so and so because we have differing views but it's okay to go and say like maybe i can try to explain my side of things a little bit like oh well wouldn't it be nice if we did things this way maybe that's completely off limits who knows or maybe it's simply taking the high road and that's the other thing i want to say is remember to take the high road and I don't mean the high road as in like, ha, I'm better than you. See, I'm not going to hold this over your head. What I mean is take the side of things where it's like, you know what? I understand. I understand that you have that perspective and I respect your opinion and try to find common ground. It's kind of like, let's just, you know, talk about a big one here. Gun control. You look at the left and you look at the right and they have very different views of gun control. One side says, and I'm talking extremists here, okay? I, I understand that neither side in most people's heads are actually either of these people. But extreme sides and media pushes this side of it right here. <sighs> now I sound like a libertarian. It's like, we're the media. No, but anyway. So you have like the extreme left. And I say like extreme left, like the part that no one really is, but everyone paints the picture of them. is like every gun needs to get taken and burned down and melted and turned into a monument for, I don't know, you know, and then you have the extreme right, which like hardly anybody is once again, but they're painted this way. It's like, we need more guns. Every teacher and child needs to have a gun and you need to start teaching them how to shoot things at two years old. And like, you have both of these extremes. Where's the common ground on that? Okay. There's some kind of middle ground here. When you get rid of both of the polarities and come to the middle, both people want to see less gun violence. I know that if you're on the left looking right, you're like, how can more guns stop gun violence? And if you're on the right looking left, you're like, how can not having guns protect us from gun violence? You understand what I'm saying here? There's a common ground in the middle of, hey, we all want to stop uh, gun violence. And that's something we could, should all agree on. If you don't agree on that, I don't, I don't know what just <laughs> well, and bless the thing your heart. Is, I, don't something, I don't remember where I read this in a book, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's hard to hate somebody up close. Right. It's hard whenever, like, it's easy online to bicker and banter about whatever topic on either side. But whenever you're, like, face-to-face, you're like, oh, I see the emotion, I see the passion, I see the body language, I see the discomfort, I see, you know, just, like, the passionate... Um, conversation at hand and everything and it's just it's it's hard 
to judge that person when you find those commonalities. Whenever you see their perspective, you're like, oh, so they have heart behind this. I understand their reasoning. I may not agree with their method, but I understand their reasoning. And that that's why we can say at the end of the day, hey, we love each other. Yeah, and that goes into the final point. But just before we get into that, like another common ground here with like spirituality, because a lot of people, uh, a lot of us, you know, who who are part of this community are people who have been through a major shift in their view of religion and their their relationship with Christ. And so that's a daunting thing in and of itself. Many of us come from more evangelical upbringings, and then we're having to face, I know this is one I get a lot, you know, from many people, not just family, but family, friends, everything across the board. Like, I've received, I mean, you you guys, I'm sure, can imagine, like, when you start voicing it, you're going to get some backlash. You've probably ventured in those waters a little bit yourselves, right? Maybe a lot of it, depending on who you are there. And uh, it's one of those things where uh, I can still find common ground with people who believe a more law and anger God than I do. And I don't understand why, in my mind, I I have a hard time understanding why they want that. But at the same time, there was a time I believed that way too. And it's important for me to remember that and to remember where I've come from and to remember that just because where I am right now, that doesn't mean they're on the same place. Now, there's some very hurtful things. There's a lot of like, law and all that associated with that and like we've talked we have a whole backlog of episodes like pretty much every episode Mm -hmm. this is you know that's literally the whole premise of this show but it's important to remember that if that person is spiritually growing and it's bearing good fruit while sure there may be better soil it's not your job to uproot them just as much as it's not their uh, job to uproot you and that's not what you would want so what's the common ground well we love christ and we love people and that's common ground right there and then it's as simple as like, well, how do you love people? Oh, well, I really, I want to save them so they don't go to hell. Oh, okay. I really want to show them they have a great life here and that like they can have an authentic relationship with God. It doesn't have to be condescending. It's just showing them an alternate perspective. And who knows what kind of seed that's planting in them as well. And it just goes to show how you can shift almost any conversation, if not all conversations into a learning experience for both parties Mm -hmm. and it still be a civil conversation even if you leave and you're even more for your own opinion than you were before you can still leave the conversation and and respect that person even more for one having the braveness and boldness for even going out on a limb and explaining their opinions even if they're the only one thinking or feeling those things and having those experiences and just loving that person. And I actually posted something the other day on Facebook. Like I said, I've been thinking about all of this stuff since the holidays are around. And it just comes to this. Everyone is on a spiritual journey. We can't expect to know where every other person is just as much as they can't expect where we are. But we should respect every step of the way of where we are and where other people are. And that all just kind of ties into this last point, just to kind of wrap this whole thing together uh, pretty quickly here is, you know, we talked about how to uh, respect ourselves. We've talked about how to respect others. So how do you respect God? And it just goes back to what you were saying just now and what you said just a second ago of you can't hate someone up close. Our last episode, and if you haven't listened to it, I really encourage you to go back and listen to it because this is really what God's been dealing with me. But long story short, every person has God in them. Whether they realize it or not, 
they have the breath of life in them. They are capable of unlocking that God in them. And it's freely given, right? That's the whole premise of the gospel. It's freely given. And uh, just kind of like a back bit of what I was talking about in that previous episode, what we were discussing, you know, I spent my whole life trying to pray the right way, trying to fast the right way, trying to beg God and trying to serve and trying to do all these things to conjure up a new version of God or a new revelation of God. And I felt like I heard God say, you know, if you want to see me, where do I dwell? I dwell in the temple. And who's the temple? It's, It's people. If you want to see God, look in the eyes of people. And there may be layers, there may be filters, there may be boundaries that are put up, there may be uh, all these walls people have built. But if you look past that to that glimmer down in them, there's God. And whenever you realize that every person's eyes you look into, from the worst, and air quotes here, godless of them, to the best and most holy of, you know, once again, air quotes, saints, there's God in every single one of those people. And that helps you. When you realize that, it's so much easier Love God and love people. Those are the two main commandments. Well, you can't love God without loving people first. And whenever you just realize that, like, you're showing the love of Christ by loving those around you, and, like, despite your differences, despite even their name-calling or anger or resentment or snide comments or whatever it is, they still have that flicker of God in them, and you can help draw that out. Mm. And your actions or your inactions all attribute to that. I was just going to say that reminds me of how like when people say that they want God to be the center of everything Mm -hmm. and not in a religious way, but whenever you really get down to loving people and loving God and keeping God at the center of that, you're also keeping people at the center of that too. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us what you think. Hit us up over in Nomads, a safe community for Christians to ask unsafe questions. We would love to have you apart. There's a lot of big things coming for Nomads in 2020. So hop on over there and be on the ground level of something uh, of a lot of changes and a lot of cool stuff we're bringing in there. And we honestly want to hear your thoughts on this. We want to hear what is your, what experiences have you had? You know, that's a safe place where you can go and honestly share. That's a no judgment zone. I want to, we want to hear where have you reacted, overreacted, underreacted, uh, any kind of story you need to vent, you need to talk, you need to ask questions. There are some amazing people over in Nomads, people that I pull from regularly, people I look up to, and uh, I just I love everything that that group has to say. Guys, we are always open to the conversation. Feel free to reach out to us on our email, from our website, uh, literally anywhere you want to, all of our social. You can find everything we got going on over at therecklesspursuit.com, all one word, therecklesspursuit.com. And of course, Elaine's uh, episode coming out on The Prodigal Daughter. You can find that in the show notes below, links to that and in uh, on our website as well. And so if you're having any key tips to this and you want a little bit more of this, especially if you're a girl, but I think this episode's probably going to apply to pretty much everyone, yeah. <laughs> uh, you should go check that out. And then, of course, also, if you're interested in any Christmas history on either St. Nick coming up this next week or on the Magi, head over to itinerantpodcast.com. Once again, you can find all of that on our website. Let us know. Don't forget to send us a message, and we will uh, read every one of those. And I look forward to having a great conversation. And as always, be brave, be bold, and be reckless. We'll We'll talk talk soon. soon.